Gail and Matt here. Welcome to our podcast. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch us, search YouTube for Yale Matt Recap Stuff. Enjoy the show. Wake me up before you go, go. Hey, before, before I wake, you should, really, you should really consider if I want to finish watching this movie. Because we watched this at like 12 o'clock at night. And I didn't really doze off for any extended period of time, but there was a few yeah. sleepy-eyed moments. This movie's all very about gentle sleep. With him. It's called Before I Wake. Yeah. Hence the clever wordplay at the beginning. Uh, yeah. So you can probably tell from the vibe that uh, I didn't like the movie that much. Me neither. It was fine, I guess. It, it's another one of those, could have been a half an hour long. Could have not made oh, it no. They just like had one. They just had to put some more interesting moments along the movie to make it more excited. Yeah, it's Exciting. it's about a couple that lost their kid. Yeah, it's by the way, it's on Netflix. The movie is pretty new. I think it's like two thousand and yeah, and sixteen. Mm, I'll guess. Yes, two thousand and sixteen. See, look at that. Good job. My Good mind job. Is a steel trap. Yeah, mine is not. Yeah. <laughs> so, couple, beautiful couple. Oh my god, they were so beautiful. The couple was beautiful? Yes, she was amazing. They were gorgeous. She looked like a combination, if you're Israeli, between Yael Barzoar and Galit Gutman together. She was beautiful. And if you're American, she looked like just a generic... Probably no, no, that's actor. not true. No, she wasn't. She was really pretty. And the guy was so handsome. He looked like Mike Brandt. Yeah, but they were too busy focusing on their good looks to pay attention to their child drowning in their bathtub. Yeah. So they're looking to adopt. If I were that beautiful, maybe me too. Yeah. And that's why I don't have kids. <laughs> so they adopt a kid that has sleep problems, and we start the movie with just a, a moment that we don't really understand until much later of a dad coming into a room, pointing a gun... A kid. And my first note was like, did he try to kill his son? And then I was like, oh, the stepfather is coming back. Yeah. No, it's not the stepfather, it's the real father. Well, he was Adop- not a real yeah, father. Yeah, it was like adopting father, but it's not a step. Foster dad. Foster dad. Foster dad. And Mammoths. So this couple, this really good-looking couple, is in this adoption office, and they find By out. the way, the guy, the guy also looks a, like very much like my cousin, Yaniv. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, so handsome. if you're familiar with the inner workings of her family, yeah. then you've really enjoyed these yeah. last couple episodes. <laughs> and uh, so the couple is in group therapy. They have a handsome family. Well, it's only the mom Pretty. in group therapy. She kind of talks about how her husband doesn't come anymore and how she has insomnia. She has a hard time sleeping. So this kid that has a hard time sleeping, this is a, this is a perfect fit. I have to say something about the first scene. So when it just started, I was like, hmm, I thought that we were going back to the good, old, but not old, like new, scary movies that like you're going to jump. Because the last movies that we watched weren't that much like horrifying scenes. That, like you're like, oh my god, something like, no. This one was like, they tried to do that. They kind of like ghost scenes. Yeah, but they kind of like waited so much between the scenes. So it was like, oh, come on. I wasn't excited at all. Yeah. 
So she's the only time she feels awake is in group therapy. It's kind of a metaphor. Um, flashes back to the kid drowning in the tub. The dad has now installed grips for the for a potentially drowning kid to grab on. And then later, when they bring this kid home, Cody, uh, he takes a bath and they just leave him alone unsupervised. Yeah, like what? Is what? it a thing like to leave your kid in a bath? I don't know. You want when he's like five, six years old? Well, I don't think you need to. Door? I don't think you need to supervise the kid if he's a five or six year older. But why a kid that is six years old needs to take a bath with the doors closed? Like I don't know. If I don't know. He's a. You uh, just adopted him. You don't want to be accused of pedophilia, I guess. So the kid, when they come over with the adoption and they meet him, he's very polite. He You're took his. He took his shoes off when he came into the house, and he said. Oh, it makes the floor dirty. Shoes make the floors dirty. And first thing, I was like thinking about Matt. Matt takes off his shoes. I think we talked about it at the movie The Boy at a recap. Uh, she did the same thing. Very polite American thing. So yeah, take the shoes off that the floor won't get dirty. But don't clean the dust because that's not dirt. That's okay. Yes, dust yeah. is natural. It's God's yeah. way of saying that time goes by. So they... Uh, <laughs> Oh my god. They meet the kid. He, he's sponja, a, Sponja. He's a, little, he's a little awkward and reserved. He has a box with him. That's his only possession. Maybe a backpack with clothes. And he takes his box upstairs. And he goes to bed. And the, the box has like a can of Pepsi. Not Coke. It's a blue can. Or an energy drink or something. And a butterfly book. He likes butterflies and it's a wonderful coincidence that there's butterflies on the curtains of his room already. But they tell him he could do whatever he wants. He could design it, he can, whatever he wants. Uh, and then at some point they ask Matt, like, what's going on? How much movie did you watch already? And apparently 20 minutes of the movie, they're just adopting the kid. So nothing has happened for 20 minutes. Yeah, a lot of file work. And well, not really. I mean, he goes upstairs and when he falls asleep, all these butterflies Yeah, it took 20 minutes downstairs. for that to start. Yeah, and so one so of the butterflies. Minutes, it was kind of like. Yeah, one of the butterflies is not like the other. It's like this. And it's not a moth. It's like a just a insect that bites the mom on the finger, and they try to trap one of the butterflies in a pint glass, and it turns to dust, and then the kid walks downstairs. It just disappeared. Turns to nothing. Uh, the mom eventually goes upstairs and looks in the box and. Sees it's a little weird. Oh, Matt didn't see there was a figure behind the mother when the camera moved, and we did. I didn't feel it was that much scary or that much interesting for go back. They're to building. Watch it. They're building. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, it also should be noted that they took when they adopted the kid. They took down all the photos of their old son Sean, and except for one, there was like a family portrait of the parents and the kids, and that's like the biggest one. So. They leave that up there, and that's looming over them the entire time. Uh, goes up later on, uh, mom is... Now, Cody's asleep, finally. Jess tells the group that she felt like she saw Sean, because she saw a little boy, like, running up the stairs. And she thought it was Cody, but he was asleep. The doctor, or the group therapist, chalks it up to a waking dream. Yeah, at that point, I, I already started to think, like, I'm so glad that they don't have a dog. And please don't get a dog. It was the classic family to have a dog, 
right? Yeah. But they didn't. Maybe this kid's allergenic. I don't know. Yeah. So Cody is in class. He's drawing butterflies. Uh, some kid comes in. Something cool about the butterflies. So he started to draw them. And the butterflies were, they, they didn't have antler. <laughs> antennas. Antennas. They weren't moose butterflies. They, 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 they didn't have antlers. Okay. I, I'm confused by your jokes. I have a joke uh, that's very that's very dumb. I said, "Why do uh, uh, now I'm forgetting it? It's a why does aunt why do why do aunt uh why do ants have antennas but mooses don't have moose tennis. <laughs> Why do moose have antlers, but ants don't have moose tennis? That's the joke. Oh my god. Why do moose have antlers, but ants ants don't have moose tennis? Huge uproarious applause. Oh my god. So yeah, let's I'm continue. Sure they're sitting right hey, now you forced me to recap a joke that I haven't I done didn't in months. Force you. You started. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so the the moose, the, okay, the, the butterfly, <laughs> the butterflies. For more jokes like that, you can. No. Uh, so the butterflies didn't have antennas. So, antennas. And when Cody is drawing, I read it like after the IMDb. After the he was drawing it in the in class, he's drawing a butterfly, and then the girl next to him is. Asking like why don't they have like antennas? So she drawing antennas to his she's adding antennas to his butterfly and then from that point all the butterflies in the dream has antennas. Oh yeah. So it's just like teaching us like how much effect the reality puts on his dreams. Yes. So he didn't know that butterflies had antennas or like he didn't notice that. But then which is weird because he has a book of butterflies and he knows everything about butterflies. But they didn't this, notice this intense. idiot doesn't know how to draw a butterfly. Yeah. So, uh, so, so this class. girl told him, and then, and by the way, that girl was one of the girls in The Conjuring. Okay. Yeah. So this, in the middle of the class, this kid comes in who was hiding in the maintenance shed, and he seems like kind of a bully. He uh, will be giving Sean problems later on. Uh, Sean goes home from work, from work, from school, and he asks about the family portrait, uh, goes to sleep, he closes his eyes, the butterfly lands on Mark, the dad, the foster dad. The handsome dad. And then um, Sean, the dead kid, dressed just like in his portrait, stands there, and they go over and they hug him, and then he turns into nothing, and then Cody comes downstairs saying, I'm sorry, grabs a Coke, goes back upstairs. <laughs> I've got to say that no matter how much bad the movie, but it, it, was, it wasn't bad, but I didn't like the movie that much, but it doesn't matter because the kid was the sweetest kid in the entire world. So if you like movies that have polite little kids oh in my them God. that oh are my troubled God. sleepers, there you go. He was so sweet. What was that? Where did they find him? At an at a adoption agency, at an orphanage. No, I don't think they found him. Because like, he went the, through several families to get there. So they found him at several crime scenes. So uh, they give him pizza and video games, and they shows. Uh, 
They showed him the pictures. They, they showed him the mother was like, oh, do you wanna oh, home videos. Do you wanna watch Sean, our kid? And he was like, yeah, sure. And they showed him like videos of his their dead kid. It was yeah. kind of creepy and weird. So th- at this point, the reason that they did that is because the mom has an inclination that Sean appears when Cody is sleeping. So some somehow he's creating this. And she misses her dead son, so she wants Cody to go to sleep so she could spend nights with Sean. And she makes some coffee so she could stay up, even though she's an insomniac. She needs a little boost, doesn't want to miss the opportunity. Then fireflies come in and they show up like a Christmas tree. And then Christmas Sean appears from the movie and he's opening up presents. And then uh, in Cody's room, a man shows up that looks like he's made out of butterflies, but he has glowing eyes. It's not a man, it's a eyes. figure. Like, oh. It's a figure. And then he, so he, the, this figure will gradually change throughout the film. And um, he whispers, and then Cody, Cody uh, draws him the next day in class. Now Jess is putting up all sorts of photos because she's like, wow, I already saw. Portrait version of Sean. Of house, I already yeah. saw a Christmas Sean. Yeah, I, I, I want Cody to see more of him. <laughs> I wrote. She wants uh, all the action figures of her dead kid. Yeah, I wrote uh, that there's so much unnecessary drama in that movie, and not much is happening. Yeah. Compared so all so she's setting all this up. The Mark and is then I wrote, I wrote that Mark is Khatikh again. Mark knows what she's doing. He's like, this is wrong. Since he showed the handsome. DVD, he needs to sleep. And then the next day, he goes into... Cody goes into school with an empty butterfly jar. And Tate, the kid that was in the maintenance shed, breaks it. Pushes, and then Cody pushes him down. And then Tate is waiting for him after class. And he asks the teacher if he could stay in the class rather than going out for recess. And so she says, fine, but I have to go. So you can just stay here and... Put your head down, and then Tate. So it doesn't feel good. Tate doesn't come in right away, and he starts to doze off. So when Tate comes in, the butterfly man has become a little bit more beehive-y looking. Kind of looks like a mummy. Yeah, that's where I wrote. I'm very glad that we watched the nightmare. Now we understand oh, the movie. Yeah, they they did a little research. Yeah. This is a common thing that you imagine. Yeah. And so Tate comes in. The nightmare. In. It's a documentary. Yeah, it's a documentary. About. On Netflix. Nightmares. Night terrors, yeah. Yes, and you can watch a recap for that if you don't want to watch the whole movie. Yeah, watch the recap instead. It'll save you some time. Yeah. And then the, the butterfly man swarms Tate. Cody's new friend, his girl that's a friend from class, sees this happen. And when Cody gets home, he tells his mom and dad about it. And he says, a kid ran away, a mean kid, but he's done this before. Parents are like, all right, whatever. Could have just said you drew butterflies again. So he goes to Mark goes to bed. Mom stays up drinking coffee. Cody has been like, "Fuck this! I'm drinking smuggled coffee grounds that he has in a little filter. He adds it with water. Doesn't cringe or throw up somehow. And very strong kid. Yeah. He was an old orphanage. It must have maybe it was decaf because the dead Ted, dead Tate comes and tries to pull him under the bed and then when mom is dozing off she sees Sean but it's a different Sean because he's hyperventilating he's like wake I'm awake I'm awake 
And then Cody wakes himself up, saves himself from this weird Tate ghost apparition. And then we see her at work. No. She ran upstairs and grabbed him. She but he was, he woke himself up. No. She tried to... Alright, whatever. She went upstairs, I, I believe that was the part. She went upstairs because she started to hear, like, Cody is, like, screaming. Because the butter... The, no, the, the kid from school. So that was, like, one of the rare scary moments of the movie. So he was looking under the bed. Then he stood up and, like, he went back to bed. And behind him, there's the bully kid yeah, exactly. wearing makeup. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. makeup. He was decomposed. It wasn't like he was wearing lipstick. He looked lipstick. like the Joker. He had things white, around his eyes. No, white, white Pale makeup. like a dead kid. And it looks like the Joker. What do you want him to look exactly like he did before he yeah, was eaten so. by a fucking beehive man? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, the kid like grabbed him from the under the bed at some point. I have no idea what we got like under the bed. He grabbed him like he, he tried scared to pull him onto him. the floor and then yeah. tried to pull him under or something. Yeah. It was like under the bed trying to pull him. And then he started to scream and the mother like just went upstairs and woke him up. I thought he woke himself up, it doesn't really matter. Then we see that wow, she has a job and she's a nurse. Yeah. Talks to some doctor about her son's sleep problems. Asks for a prescription. Doctors and nurses, you know, they'll just write prescriptions. They'll hook each other up. Whatever. Might as well do that. Well, the American people pay top dollar for your medication. So the mom gets the sleepy pills and decides to not ask if he wants to take them voluntarily because she already knows he doesn't like to sleep. So she puts them in his milk. And this is his first night in his new race car bed. So he's finally getting comfortable with the family, bonding with Mark. He's got a race car bed. It doesn't have an underneath part, so no little creepy boys can be under there. But they had, they had like a fun day together, so he said that he doesn't feel well. So they decided that he can stay home. And then the father was like, yeah, we can go shopping. Yeah, and, and he said it was his favorite day. Yeah, that was really fun. And then the father's like, you know what can make this even better? Me telling you the exact circumstances behind my son's death. And he tells him that he drowned in the bathtub. Yeah. Anyway, but the father was like a typical father. Like, let's lie to mom together, all of us. Typical. Typical. What were they lying to mom about? He told him, like, pretend that you're sick when she came back home. Oh. Like, don't tell her, like, she went to buy a racing bed. <laughs> That's, she's probably not going to notice. Because mothers don't know how the... The women doesn't know how the house looks like. Yeah. Yeah, but the fathers are very good. and like, yeah, that was here all the time, no? No. <laughs> so they... Uh, mom drugs him, and, and he... Why are they, like, painting the room in orange color? Gives him some cookies and milk. Just like the drugged milk of a clockwork orange, but with less titty statues. Hey, that's Yael's story from the Bible. Yael gave Sisra the, I don't know, the surgeon of something. The, of the surgeon? Other. He was a sur sergeant. Sergeant. The sergeant. That's different. Sergeant. Yeah. It was like the enemy uh, master of the army, and they tried to kill the Israelis, and Yael was in different country, like she was like a different, she was an Israeli, but that was her name, and she gave... The guy from the other army came to her to her tent and he asked her like for some water 
so she gave him milk and then it made him like feel dozed off so he fell asleep and then she killed him she took a stick and hit him in the here how do you call it yeah that's why i don't drink milk around you yeah and it that's been Yale's Bible update. Yeah, that's why my name is Yale, because I'm a badass. We like to put a little religion in every episode. Yes. <laughs> and and like, liking this YouTube, or writing a Facebook or Twitter review, or a iTunes positive rating, will actually get you into heaven. Yeah. But Jewish heaven. Yeah. So The good one. The real one. Yeah. <laughs> but it's closed on Fridays. So, if you die on a Friday, tough shit. Yeah. Hell. So, so, this drugged kid passes out, and then shit starts to really hit the fan. Uh, the mom doesn't feel well. When they're eating the cake, so she gave him, like, a glass of milk and a cake. And then the oh, father man. is like, use your fork while he's eating from his hand. So yeah, like, bad example, what? dad. Yeah, it was like kind of like a ridiculous thing, silly, unnecessary. Well, kids' hands are smaller, they'd make a mess. Probably filled with germs and paint. So, anyway, they see Sean in front of them. is beautiful, though. I wrote it down. Sean has a big Christmas box, and what says holiday spirit than your dead child opening his mouth, vomiting flies in your face? And then... uh, And it's very dirty, because he didn't take a shower, because now he's scared to take a shower. Because yes. of the drawing, drowning. And who comes out of the box? The big beehive monster who's kind of turning into more of like a silky white form. And he ab- surrounds and absorbs Mark, KOs the mom, and then Cody wait, must wake up because the monster they, doesn't they get both the mom run upstairs to try to wake him up and the father tried to wake him up and she's like he's not gonna wake up I gave him like I dragged him and he's mad at her because like what the fuck did you do that and so he died mad at her yeah or got pulled into some crazy other because of her that's why you shouldn't vaccinate your kids or ever give them any medicine yeah so they take him away Cody Wakes up and mom is still knocked out. And another funny thing, you were sleeping in the room that they just painted. You don't do that. A lot of fumes. I don't, I don't know if you've ever painted a room. Well, you can't you can't breathe in a room that you just painted. And what about race car beds? It's got all that exhaust, <laughs> all the oil. Yeah. So yeah. No good environment. Cody probably would have been uh, hard to wake up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but he's on the phone. He called the police. And then the police come, and they, uh, they ask about her missing husband, and they ask if he was near the school, so they think maybe he has something to do with that kid. I've got to say that the recap is more interesting than the movie, because I, my next note was, the movie is not good, very boring. But now when we're talking about it, we're just talking about like the fun moments, but the rest of the movie was like kind of like dead. So Yeah, a lot of downtime. Yeah. And uh, the police think that, you know, they take the kid away. They think she's, she's an unfit mother. Was she passing out drunk? And he's calling the police and the dad is missing. And they don't know what the hell's going on. And so then the mother wants to get the kid back. But she goes to the re- adoption agent who does not want to talk to her. She's like, not again, this kid. And I'm like, no, you gave them a broken kid. You can't, like, just... 
take them like yeah but at this point the parents fucked it up you know they oh, yeah, they, they drugged the kid and all this stuff so she's reluctant to talk so Jess the girl steals her uh, she mentions that his dreams and she's like that's that's something they they've said before and then the adoption like the other par- parents yeah the adoption doesn't want to talk about it so she, then just she gives her the file and like she don't want to see you ever again oh no 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 she she gave it for her she's okay. like Take that, and I don't want to see you ever again. Yeah, and the file has all the info about the previous. And guess parents. what his name? Cody Morgan, which is the best combination of the kids from the ring. Uh, the first ring, the girl that was in charge and all the mess. Her name was Samara Morgan, and the kid Nomi was. Uh, child was his name was Cody, and I remember that because it was the first time they heard the name Cody. And I was like, oh, that's a cute name. Like, I've never heard about it. And Ooh. Cody Morgan! Yes, Samara and Cody from The Ring got together. Okay, whatever. We don't talk about The Ring. Yeah, but it's a, it's a weird like, combination of names from a big, good horror movie from the past. So, it's kind of like, are you kidding me? Big, good... And then I wrote, a coincidence? I don't think so. Yeah, and then, we, like meet that a, and then we meet a, a man with another weird name. His name is Wheeling Young, and he's the guy from the beginning with the gun. He was Cody's previous Wheeling dad. Young? Maybe it's from the real, the real, uh, the Japanese version of the ring. I mean, I've heard of Young, Wheeling, and Abel, but not Wheeling Young. So he is in the mental institution, and she says that uh, it started with the butterflies. She got sick, upset Cody, woke up next to the absorption of her husband and now he's interested now he's like you better be careful about what you're talking about in here and he pleads with her to do something about it she gets up and leaves and asks about his he tells her he tells her that the only thing that we should do is to kill the kid and she's like no so Jess gets some firework done the adoption agency gets him sedated she walks around and She's, she finds him in this foster care place. It's not really like an orphanage, it's like this yeah, big so building. She just go in there, she just... Um, where, where did I, write, I wrote it somewhere here. She's just going inside, there is no security, there is nothing, like no person outside. Well, I don't think the kid was in danger. It doesn't matter, there's like kids there. You, Shouldn't like leave it open. Like imagine that we leave our house open and we have like a six years old kid in the house that you're babysitting or something. No, it's weird. All right. So they. Uh... And then I had another note. It's so late and I'm so tired. I don't really have anything to write, but it keeps me up. Yes, that's good. <laughs> uh, a voice whispers, "Mommy," from the tub, and then you see the missing Tate boy in the hall. He scares her, then Sean is in the tub, and she wakes to go in the living room. The mom sees herself with no eyes, she sees Mark and Sean with no eyes, butterflies in their mouths, and you also see cocoons of people in the hallway, including the adoption agency, and then the hive man knocks her back, screams, she somehow shows him this felt butterfly doll. And she, she like, 
a weird thing, she's whispering most of the movie and I, I couldn't understand what she's saying. Yeah. If, and I asked you and you didn't understand either. I couldn't hear it. I'll, yeah. I'll see if you wanted to watch with subtitles at the beginning. And yeah, but I, why would I? It's a, yeah, but the thing is that it, it's not that I didn't understand what she's saying. I, I couldn't hear what she's saying. And I asked Matt, I was like, maybe I'm like... I don't. I, maybe my English is not that good for whispering English, but no, you didn't understand either. So, this holding this felt butterfly, this knitted thing that apparently Cody had had since he was a kid, stops the the weird creature. The and she hugged him. She hugs her dead son. No, it was Cody. She hugged the, the. Oh my God, you were asleep in that moment. No, she so, hugs her dead son too. No, the the creature came to her, the figure, and she showed him the butterflies. So everything stopped. The butterflies around her just stopped, and he came closer and he looked at the butterfly, and then she just hugged him, because that's the normal thing to do, I guess. And she was hugging him, and while she's hugging him, he shrinked and he became Cody, and then he was just like looking at her. It was so sweet. I love that kid. Yeah. If you're if you're a kid, you're Cody right now watching us. You're the sweetest. Yeah. I love you. And so she must have done some research because she tells Cody about her mom, and reads his her, mom. His mom and, and reads her diary to him, and then we learn. What that research? You didn't watch the movie. She went to a place that they keep a lot of like things, like belongings of the the people, the kids that they're sending to adoption, and she asked them like. Do you maybe still have some of his belongings? And he said, she said, like, yes, maybe. Like, oh, you can go and just check. So she went downstairs and she found that box. That qualifies as research. Yeah, everything. You can do everything in the movie, in this one. Yeah. And we learned that she died of canker. Cancer. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but that the canker man. So the, the figure, God used to call him the canker man, and he eats people. So basically, it's a beautiful metaphor of cancer eats people. Yeah. And I don't know if that's beautiful. It's it. It's so he says it. It ate my mommy, and she apologizes for using Cody to bring her dead kid back and reassures him that everything's going to be fine. And he asks for a bedtime story, and she tells him one about a sad oh, mom who lost a kid, but a happy version of what happened to them. Yeah, but but. Uh, when she showed him the butterfly, the figure, and he came to her and everything stopped, I was like, oh, it's just like the demons from elementary and the chickpeas. She could maybe like just throw chickpeas on the floor and he would start to count them. Maybe the butterfly was stuffed with chickpeas. Maybe, and he's just like counting him. Oh, that's oh, so okay. annoying. Yeah, now everything is like getting together in my head. And all they... Uh, like, all they needed was just, like, that butterfly. I was like, oh, come on. Like, there's so many parents that just, like, gave up or tried to kill the child. And then I wrote that she whispers all the movie. <laughs> Drove me crazy. But the end is, like, kind of, like, open to interpretation because you can see the kid is waking up in his bed, the boy that disappeared. And that's basically the bully. And we don't see what's happening to, to the father. In her story, when she's telling him that... So he is with his kid that died and they're hugging and then Cody is just like creating a butterfly on his hand and he changed the color. So basically he can do whatever he wants. So he asked him like, did the father ever come back? And she told him like, you, it's going to be up to you. 
And then that's the end of the movie, so we don't know if he brought him back or didn't. It doesn't really interest him. I don't. I really don't care. <laughs> Seriously. Even though he's hot. I, <laughs> yeah. He's dead in the cancer. Man. Yeah, he's somewhere in the dimension. And fun facts uh, that I didn't say during the movie was that first Thomas Jane, the father, was in The Punisher, the movies. You like The Punisher? Yeah, but there's big several Punisher of... movies. They're yeah, it was, it was in like at least three of them. Yeah, but they're all separated by like different years. I'll look it up. Okay, but, you're okay. a big... I got you socks and a t-shirt of The Punisher. I yes. thought you're a big fan. Thank you. I am. You're welcome. But you're I, not wearing it. Here's the fun fact. I have never seen any of The Punisher movies. Okay, very fun. <laughs> and the Mike, Mike Flanagan, the director and the writer, which I think it's... The movie is well made. Like the, the scenes, the scary scenes were good. The cinematography was good. The acting was good, but there was just like so many dead moments. It kind of like it just wasn't a movie that's like that you want to watch again or stay. Oh yeah, never. Whatever, yeah, it's fine. Like, Creepy butterflies, yeah. Cancer Man. Yeah, okay. the end of it was pretty like a Hollywood. Kid. Yeah, like a Hollywood pretty ending. Like oh, that kid is spatial. He can like his dreams are alive. Like I don't know, but. The Mike Flanagan, we already watched one of his movies, he did also Oculus. And another fun fact, he was born exactly 12 years before me on May 20th. So we're gonna celebrate this year together, uh, you're invited, and no. And also he did The Hunting of Hill House, which we already got like some, I got like some people that asked me like, oh my god, you have to watch that part of your thing. But it's, it's a TV show, so we're not gonna watch the whole TV show. It's 10 episodes, it's still rated so high on IMDb, it's like overnight. It just came out on Netflix, people yeah. are pretty high on it. Yeah, so I, I do wanna watch it, but uh, I did hear like good things, so. See what the future people, brings. People that already told us to watch it, we're gonna get there, we can break up the, the series at the end of it. And yeah. so there you go. That's it. That's the episode. Yeah, that's before, before I wake. wake. Thanks for following. Reviewing. Now, tell tomo friends. tomorrow recap is gonna be what movie are tomorrow? Hey, The Wailing. The Wailing. Uh, yes. No, I'm still with the Conjuring. What's what's movie? Check. Okay, everyone is looking to, now, for guidance whether or not to check our YouTube page tomorrow. Oh yeah, I have it here. Sorry. So, you're gonna watch the Prowler recap tomorrow, so for that, just subscribe, just press on the button to subscribe on iTunes, on YouTube, like and share our page or, or move like videos, whatever you like, on Facebook. We're also on Instagram, Yale and Matt recap, and stay tuned, we're gonna be here tomorrow. Good night. Good night. Sweet dreams. Don't let the butterflies bite. Yeah. The concurrent.